you know, sometimes when I sit down to record these things, my biggest fear is that I'm going to run out of things to talk about. Well, I have two fears lately, actually. Fear one is that I'm going to run out of things to talk about. And fear two is that this gastrointestinal acid thing that I'm experiencing is like wreaking havoc on my voice. So I often find myself wondering what the best position for me to do this whole podcast thing is. Should I be sitting? Should I be standing? Should I be in the car? Should I be outside? Should I be walking around? Um, Whatever the case may be. But before I get too deep into that, uh, welcome to the deposition with objection. Uh, That's me. I'm objection. I go by objection or B or Brandon. And today I'm a podcaster. Um, And an interesting one at that, because typically... Uh, Today is the day where I go and spend some hours in the office, but due to a an issue with my vehicle, um, I am at home in a in a in a quiet cave of an office, uh, taking a bit of a lunch break and talking to you guys. So hi, Um, it's been an interesting start to the year. It's been a very interesting start to the year. Uh, I feel as though. There are there are things that are changing. There are definitely things that are adjusting. Um, some things I like, some things I don't. But I guess that's, like, in all honesty, it's kind of just the nature of things as they are. Uh, but something that, that has been kind of a constant with me um, for a very, very long time with people for as, as long as I've known them is I often get this this weird sensation that um, interacting with me is a lesson that needs to be learned. And I know that sounds like a very weird and in some ways somewhat condescending statement, but we're going to break it down. We're going to get into it a little bit, and we'll we'll talk more about it. And if you show up to podcast chat later on tonight, we can address it there if you want to shoot me a DM. Uh, we can address it there also. Uh, you can, I mean, most of you that listen to this know where to find me. Um, but I'll still put the, the link tree in the podcast notes. Oh my goodness, that was a big yawn. Shouts out to Maddie. Um, anywho. Learning a lesson. Typically, I've so before I even get into this whole thing, lately I've been experimenting with this uh this sort of meditation sort of journaling technique where i go in depth and explore lessons that i've learned and i share those lessons that i've learned with people and something that i've observed in sharing the lessons that i've learned with the people that i share them with is that they are typically looked at as me experiencing some sort of a negative thing. And in the midst of the moment, it sucked. You know, like nobody ever wants to be on the receiving end of of learning like an important life lesson about anything. Like you never want to learn about changing your oil in your car by having your engine seize up. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that um, a lot of us learn by doing and a lot of us learn by experiencing. But nobody ever wants to be on the receiving end of, like, a life lesson in a rough way. You know what I mean? But 
um, the unfortunate circumstance is that that's just kind of how life is, you know, like life will, without sugarcoating it, fuck with you in a major way, depending on how hard you let it. And it's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not anything that anybody does wrong or that, that I, you know, it's just, you do the best that you can and you do, you do the best that you're able to. And no matter what your intentions are, at some point, you're going to run aground of something that was a mistake and you're going to learn a, a valuable lesson from it, hopefully. So why are we talking about this? Um, a specific type of lesson that's, that I've observed being learned lately, specifically from a friend of mine that, uh, makes a lot of content. I find that it's weird because I've been, I, I didn't, this season, I didn't want to get too deep into the content stuff, but this is content and that's kind of what I do as far as, you know, I have a job, I have like life responsibilities and stuff, but in terms of like you know, what I spend a lot of my, my time doing, um, my free time, a lot of that's dedicated to, uh, content creation. And something that I've observed from a friend of mine making content is that there, there is a growing trend in, in somehow in the human ability for people to, I don't know how I want to say this. There's a growing trend in the in in creation for people to want to like not be around people. Like I think I'm going to talk about my brother a little bit. My brother is a very talented musician. He makes some of the music that I use on my stream. And he is an excellent uh producer. He's a great writer. He can rap like he's he's an excellent excellent musician. Um but he has a level of stage fright that is insurmountable to him. And he wants to attain a level of success in making music that does not require him to perform. And for a very long time, I didn't think that was possible. I didn't think that you could do that. Um, however, lately, nowadays... I think that the way that we approach how we consume content, it is possible to have success in, in creating something artistic or creating something and to not gain any sort of fame or notoriety from it. And I think that that's okay, right? Like, I, I think that, that that's okay. But the reason why I even bring that up is because something that, that I've learned recently is that there is a somehow there is a way to have success with the things that we do that we typically see as an antithesis to our nature right like there are ways to have success in social media as an antisocial person there are ways to have success in sports broadcasting without having touched uh, a, a sporting device, basketball, football, baseball, whatever the case may be in your life. There are ways to, um, there are basically just ways 
to, to have success in things provided you do the research and learn about the thing that you're trying to have the success in, right? So with all of that said, when it comes to, you know, people, um, you can have success with interacting with people, but there is a caveat to that. And the caveat is at least something that I've learned is that there are going to be people that you run across in this life that are going to teach you a lesson simply by their existence. There is no right or wrong doing. There's no intent there. It's just that in interacting with other humans, we, we often learn things about ourselves and our ability to interact with others, right? So what I've discovered about myself recently is that I feel as though it might be my personal lot in life to be a person whom is destined to be a lesson learned to a lot of people. And that's not something, and, and I know that statement sounds pretty negative and pretty weird, but it's not a statement that's designed to elicit a, a negative response or to, to get like a, you know, woe is me um, reply out of it or to, to bait any sort of like compliment or anything like that. I just feel that in how I do things um, and in how my existence is, like a lot of people just kind of don't care about how their interactions with me go until it's too late. I think that's the phrase or the, the way that I want to word that. And it's not to say that I'm, I'm cutting anybody off or I'm disappearing from the world or I don't like this person or I don't like that person. But in order to protect my own mental health and in order what I would say to for anybody to protect their own mental health is sometimes we, we have to be careful how we're allowing people to interact with us in terms of the lessons that they need to learn personally, right? Like, I don't, like, if I was to tell somebody, just arbitrarily in, in passing, that I'm trying to teach somebody something or trying to help somebody learn something, the first thing that I believe that they would tell me is that it's not my responsibility to teach somebody something about life or, in this case, human interaction, right? Like if I was, if we were to take human interaction out of it and just, you know, teach anything, teaching somebody how to drive stick, teaching somebody how to play basketball, uh, the reality is, is that unless you're a coach or some type of instructor, it's really not your responsibility to teach anybody anything, right? Um, however, there are people in this world who shirk the, the concept or skirt the concept of um, doing things out of an obligation or a, or, or, or a responsibility, and they just do things simply because they want to. And without tooting my own horn, I like to believe that I'm one of those people. Um, I, don't, I don't do things to try and get things. I don't do things to try and, and elicit specific types of responses. I don't do things because I want brownie points. I don't do things to kiss anybody's ass or to suck up or anything like that. Uh, I try and be as kind as possible and do 
a lot of the, the things that I do simply because I want very much for people to experience kindness. Like, I can say as somebody who grew up, I, I wouldn't say that I, I grew up rough per se, but I definitely, like, um, had my fair share of a lot of life experience on the, on the several years that I've spent on this planet. Uh, there, there are life lessons that I'm learning right up to today. And I, while it's not my responsibility, it would be an ideal situation if the people that I interacted with, even whether, you know, regardless of how much I care about somebody or how much I don't want to be around somebody or whatever the case may be, it would be a little bit, it's a little bit nicer for me personally, if I can interact with someone to save them from experiencing a negativity that I've experienced simply, you know, without coming across as superficial out of the kindness of my heart, right? Like nobody wants to be like, um, prejudiced against, nobody wants to be betrayed or lied to or hurt or, or a host of different things. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not my responsibility to, to save those people from these things. Right. And I, I don't think that I'm trying to make it a responsibility. I don't think in, well, that's a lie. In some cases, maybe I did. And in some other cases, I, I've probably forced it, which is why it, it has become a bit of a struggle for me as of late. But I still don't think that it's something that I want to just like out and out give up. You know what I mean? It feels a lot of the time as though, and we've all, I, you know, you see a lot of memes about it and you see, you know, sometimes I, I watch a lot of short form content like YouTube shorts and TikToks and things like that. And you tend to see a lot of memes about people that are like, oh, you know, I was this and I was that with my friend and, you know, they were never like that to me, but they're like that with their new friends or whatever the case may be. And that that's a shitty feeling, but it's one that I'm all too familiar with. And that is something that I would like to help other people avoid, which is what the point of this podcast actually is. I feel like last season we spent a lot of time dwelling in, you know, situations and explaining a lot of situations and talking about the uh, the difficulties and in, in different uh different challenges and stuff that we face and we'll still talk about challenges and stuff but i want to get practical about it i want to get uh i want to be solutions oriented or at least a little bit helpful about it so that it's not um it's not something that that comes out of the blind side or it it's possible for me to be uh, a little bit helpful or or you know a little bit kinder or whatever the case may be right so the reality is, is that I genuinely, honestly, truthfully believe that there are people in this world who are destined to be lessons to other people. And for a long time, I thought that was a bad thing. Like I've been quoted and I'm sure if I was to go back and look at my social media or if you were to go and search my social media, um, you would find that I have many, many times over said that your interactions with people should not be warm-ups for interactions with other people in the future. And 
it sucks because the reality of the human condition in our situation is that that's just how life is, unfortunately, sometimes, right? Like sometimes somebody's going to interact with you and treat you in a way that your reaction to how they're treating you would hopefully stop them from treating other people that way. And the shitty part of it is that sometimes it feels as though, you know, it happens a lot to, to, to an individual, to anyone specifically. Like I can, without sounding like I'm complaining, and I probably do, um, I can say that it's something that happens to me quite often, but it, it doesn't, you don't have to dwell in the in the despair that comes with the feeling of an unfair experience. It's a, it's a hard thing to do, man. It's a hard thing to be a lesson that somebody else has to learn. Nobody wants that experience. I can promise you that nobody wants that experience. And to be quite frank with you, if there are people that do want that experience of constantly having to like, um, constantly having to, uh, to be a lesson learned and to just kind of be like, I told you, you can't trust people and blah, 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 blah. That's a little bit sad too. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in this world, so much is already broken and as fragile as trust is. That's something that you never want to break. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, we, we have very little control over the actions of others. And we have to be a little bit more, more personal and a little bit more intentional about how we do things and in how we operate with one another, right? So what to do when you're a lesson to somebody else? For me, personally, what I'm trying to do lately is a big step one in that instance is the realization that there's there's nothing wrong with you, right? Like, there's nothing that you did that is outside of your nature unless you did something with some sort of nefarious intent that creates a situation in which somebody should treat you differently. Like the original idea behind this podcast was uh, uh, um, an underlying notion that I've had lately that while, you know, this kind of, the idea for this kind of hit around uh, MLK and it was around the idea that, that the, you know, we're all created equal. You know what I mean? And I believe in that. I think we're all created equal. And I also feel that we all should be treated with equality and fairness. And the reality is, is that that just doesn't happen a lot of the time. And I think a big part of, of starting to learn and starting to grow and starting to heal from that is the acceptance of the fact that as unfortunate as it is, as shitty as it is, people just aren't treated fairly. Like I, I've said this a lot. I used to have a math teacher. I won't tell you what her name is, but I had a math teacher that um, if you ever said to her that something wasn't fair, she would say life's unfair and then you die. And I was in the sixth grade at the time, which is pretty fucked up. But 
it's it's such a true statement you know what i mean like life is genuinely unfair but i it it's something about being treated unfairly that just it really eats at my soul you know because a lot of you know that i i don't do double standards like i can't i can't do the double standard stuff um so there there are specific things and specific steps that i'm working on to try and mitigate how I react to when I have to deal with situations like this. So like I said, step one is, is it's weird because we have like, you know, stages of grief and stuff like that. But I think that the first step in, in this whole thing, like I had said before, is, is an, a level of acceptance. Like you have to accept the fact that it's not something you did or it's not you it's just an unfair stupid usually shitty situation right that's thing one and thing two is you have to at least for me what i'm working on i feel like i'm saying you have to a lot and you really don't have to do shit um but things that i'm working on is i'm i'm trying to accept the fact that it's it's not me that that my nature is just my nature and that my intentions are pure. I'm not trying to get anything out of anybody. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to step on anybody or anything like that. Um, thing two is allowing for for um, perceived space and distance to not destroy you, right? Like something that I'm trying to do uh, is occupy my time because a lot of my my free time is is spent stewing in situations that i probably shouldn't be stewing in anymore and it's not to say that it's it's easy to let things go or even that once you let things go they're going to be gone forever but the the trick is to easily recognize when you're stewing in something and to to observe it accept it for what it is and then start to move past it right and the way that i move past doing is basically by activities um if i'm starting to stew in something i will get up and make myself something to eat or i'll get up and go go for a walk go for a run go shoot some hoops uh do my job you know there's like a host of different things that i do to occupy the mind but the important thing is to occupy the mind right like it would be very easy for me to make this podcast more directed at the the individuals that make us feel like they they've had to learn how to move on from us or how to deal with us or whatever the case may be or the improvements that they make in in their newer interactions um but yeah like it's it's uh it i feel like there is no one cannot heal externally right like that's just that's just not how things work and anger is like a poison that you drink and you expect somebody else to get sick from it you know and that's just not how things work i think that there is a lot to be said in in the space of this conversation that revolves around a certain level of toxicity 
and the the i think there's an equal amount to be said in in the space of this context that is about misunderstanding right like if we if we misunderstand what's what's occurring or if we misunderstand what's happening then typically we will will run into a level of what we perceive to be toxic behavior and then if the person or if the people that we're interacting with um learn their lesson if you will and start to interact with others in a way that we wish they had interacted with us we hold and harbor a resentment right and here's where the tricky part of this whole thing comes in something that i have been working on and something that is very very difficult and something that i've had to work very hard on is learning a lesson from teaching a lesson while having a sense of pride and accomplishment in that you were valuable enough to teach somebody a lesson when i started this podcast when i started recording this I mentioned the fact that it is not fun to learn a life lesson. Nobody wants to learn uh, a life lesson, especially the hard way. And I think that when it comes to a level, a, a specific level of resentment or a specific level of hard feelings, if you will, if you inadvertently, just by your existence, teach somebody a very hard life lesson, chances are subconsciously or even consciously they are going to hold something against you for that right like you can tell when you've taught somebody a life lesson and if you're very observant you can see the signs and you can see um the little things that are done and stuff like that you can see where things that you wish for are happening they're just not happening for you and the reality is, is that there is a sense of accomplishment and pride that can be gleaned from that if you are watching closely enough for the signs. Now, this isn't something to where we're going to throw anything in anybody else's face. Like, that's not what we do. That's not what I do. But realize that there is, there is real success in having the patience and the capacity to exist in a space where you've taught somebody how to interact with other humans, right? That in and of itself is the core definition of making the world a better place. Now, it stings, especially if the fallout of the lesson learned is that the communication is strained or is cut off altogether, or if you lose friends or you lose, you know, romantic partners or whatever the case may be. However, there is a peace in and when i say peace i mean like p-e-a-c-e -E, like there is a calmness and a stillness and a peace and a warmth in the acceptance that your spirit was strong enough and resilient enough to teach somebody how to be with with other people and in that way you may not feel it at the time but you've led by example i've led by example and I can tell you that last piece is one of the hardest things for me to accept. Like I can say in, in the realm of, of being very vulnerable that there are days where I get up and I log into my various like places of communication, my work email, my Gmail, 
uh, my Discord, social media, whatever the case may be. And in this ever, excuse me, ever present, ever connected world that we live in now, um, I'm always on the lookout for the, you know, we, and we, I think that it's something that we all look out for. We're all on the lookout for that message. And you guys know the message I'm talking about. The, I'm sorry, the, I, you know, I really messed up, the, I, I can't believe I treated you this way. And I can tell you, as somebody that's gotten that message, you know, a few times, that it's like it's cool you know what i mean like i think i think that it's it's nice to see the acknowledgement of somebody having learned the lesson so to speak um but i can also say that there is a little bit of hollowness inside of it because in some cases that that relationship is still damaged you know um i often think about a specific example where I had, I, I had developed a friendship with somebody, or at least I thought I had. And um, I gave this person multiple, multiple chances to uh, to kind of put me in a bad spot. Like, they put me in a bad spot multiple times over, and I allowed it. Because I thought I was trying to, like, display some level of compassion for somebody who was suffering. And, you know, I, I let it go over and over and over again. And I recently passed that person. I was on the phone with a friend of mine and I was walking through a Walmart and, um, I happened to just see them in passing in Walmart. And, you know, it wasn't like we were going to fight or there wasn't going to be any argument or anything like that, but I happened to see that they were, you know, with their family and things looked really, really, I guess it looked semi-positive from what I could ascertain from a passing glance. But, um, you know, that person is obviously still like drawing breath and is surrounded by, by perceptually people that they care about. So for me in that moment, it's, it's somewhat kind, nice, kind it's somewhat nice to be able to look at that and say, you know, maybe, maybe they took something from our last interactions and maybe they're, maybe they're doing just fine. Right. Um, it's a little bit different when you do lose contact because you never, you don't get to like, you'll, you won't see the, the ramifications of your action unless you're like stalking somebody on, on their social media, which is not, that's not a healthy thing to do. Don't do that. Um, but typically we, uh, we struggle when we can't see the the lasting impact of the things that we do to to try and you know connect with people and when they don't connect with us in the ways that that we're able to process or when when we watch them disconnect with us and connect with other people and have the relationship with them that we wanted and I, I know it sounds like a little bit of a jealous thing, especially if if your intentions were, were pure at the time and and it uh you know you didn't do anything wrong per se. Um but it it's not so much that it stems from a place of jealousy, it stems from a place of self doubt. And it we often find ourselves saying, What did what did I do wrong? 
Or what is it that I did that causes me to be treated like this, but this other person gets gets treated there? And we, we start to see people, we give this perception that they're playing favorites or that they're doing this or they're doing that or whatever the case may be, right? But be that as it may, um, there there is truth to the fact that what we are doing, what I am doing, what you are doing in this world as far as how we connect with others has a very 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 special and very special value very high value you know and i think that a lot of times being a lesson that somebody has to learn is something to be proud of so my hope for you is that those of you that experience that sort of a disconnect or that sort of an experience where you know it's like what did i do why is this person doing this to me why is this why has this you know relationship become what it's become you should take pride in the fact that if if you are genuinely somebody whom resulted in somebody else learning a lesson that made them a better person you made the world a better place and in in the short term it probably cost you a lot of pain and a lot of heartache and for that I'm very sorry but at the end of the day you should be proud of the strength that you have and and what you've contributed to the world at large um but that's where we're going to wrap it up today uh i'd been sitting on this for a little while and i decided that i was going to um to kind of get this one off my chest but kind of do it in a positive way not i don't want to sound like i, I want to make sure that i don't sound like i'm complaining or like i'm upset or anything like that I just want people to know that have been in this experience because I've heard from a lot of people lately about this sort of thing, whether it's like, you know, they see changes in people based on interactions that they've had with them and they don't know what they did wrong. But the reality is you didn't do anything wrong. You just were the unfortunate, you know, you were the lesson. And rather than looking at that as a negative thing and looking at it as a detrimental thing. I, I personally think that if we started looking at these instances with a little bit of a sense of pride, they wouldn't sting as much as they do. Uh, but that's going to be it for the deposition with objection. Again, I am objection. I go by objection or B or Brandon. Um, thank you so much for listening again. Uh, I hope this one was a good listen. If again, you want to swing by Twitch tonight, um, We'll be doing the podcast chat thing, but uh, be blessed, don't be stressed, be awesome to each other, be better to yourselves, and I'll talk to you next week. Peace out.